You're listening to the Wheelhouse Baseball Podcast, a podcast that discusses historic games, quirky stats, and obscure players from MLB history. Get out the line, Brad, and the mustard this time, Grandma! It is a grand salami! Here are your hosts, Jim Tucker, Jeremy Radajak, and Mikey Kubaki Jr. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Wheelhouse Baseball Podcast. You're listening to episode number 2.3. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the second annual Wheelhouse Baseball Podcast Hall of Fame induction ceremony. I am your host, Jim Tucker. To my left, I have the slimmer, trimmer, and just as sassy... Mikey Kubaki Jr. Mikey, how are we doing today? Thank you, thank you. Please hold your applause. Nope. You know uh, they won't. You know they, they won't. Always do the... Mikey, how you been, man? No, good. Uh, obviously, the slimmer and trimmer in reference to the uh, first official updated side-by-side I sent you from... Yep. That was supposed to be like sexy music. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. And to my right, I've got the Jeremy sleeping in Tampa Radajag. Jeremy, how are we doing? I'm doing great now. I got um got plenty of sleeping over the weekend <laughs> in Tampa, and I'm feeling pretty good today. <laughs> a lot, a lot of people go to Tampa for you know vacationing stuff like that. I just went to enjoy the uh, the the thrill of sleeping in warm weather. Yeah, what isn't Indianapolis called Naptown? Which one is Naptown? I've never heard that in my Indian. life. What's that? It's indie, but I'm trying to give a new meaning to it. Uh, yeah, you to made Tampa, Tampa. Naptown. Awesome. Well, this is the second class, the second group of inductees into the lauded Wheelhouse Baseball Podcast Hall of Fame. The people, men, women, teams, others that we induct today will join the likes of the greats. Like Jeremy Ratterjack's pick from season one, light-skinned Sammy Sosa. <laughs> Got a light-skinned friend looking like Sammy Sosa. Joining Mike Kubacki Jr.'s lauded pick, the short one, Eddie Goodell. Very short. Yeah, not not known for his height. No, but he was one, 100% successful. Yes. And every time he's ever had a chance to do his job. A uh, career record in on-base percentage. Yes. Doesn't meet the minimum. But Does not qualify, but if he did. With qualifiers, he would. There you go. Mike Fires. <laughs> <laughs> That's two episodes in a row. Mike we Fires, yeah. We're going to have to do a Mike Fires appreciation <laughs> podcast. Apparently. We'll just call this the Mike Fires season. Yeah. Um, 
And my inductee was Mario Mendoza, famous, famously known for the Mendoza line, which is 200, batting 200. That's uh, in not, uh, not good. Before we move on to the the second annual Hall of Fame, Wheelhouse Hall of Fame class, I'm trying to remember back to um, our first class. Did we? Um, did I give any reason reasoning behind inducting Lightskin Sandy Sosa? <laughs> Probably not any good reasoning is my guess. Um, (laughs) It was along the lines of, you know, he's, he he was once a a different uh, skin tone and uh, he played baseball too. Got it. Yeah. So a couple rules, right? Uh, Well, like a rule, they just can't be in a baseball hall of fame, which in my research, uh, Posed a few problems. I found a I found a couple of weirdos, very wheelhouse esque people. Yes, you know Bill Lee, the spaceman, would have been great. Uh, he's in the Boston Red Sox Hall of Fame. Most games pitched by a left-handed pitcher. Rube Waddell, another weirdo. Uh, not today. He's actually in the Hall of Fame. I so. found one this morning <laughs> that, that would have been great. Too bad he's actually in the Hall of Fame. Old Hoss Radborn. Oh, he pitched six hundred and eighty something innings at one year. One year, and he had the best. Uh, Obviously, What's that? one of the best nicknames of all time, Old Hoss. Old Hoss. Honestly, it sounds like a, I don't know, like something you would have read in like in Mice and Men time. Like, I mean, think <laughs> going about over to Old Hoss Radburn's like, house. Yeah, no wonder he had the nickname Old Hoss. Justin Verlander throws two hundred innings, and everyone's going crazy. This guy threw almost seven hundred innings. Jeez, yeah, that would have that would have been good. Uh, too bad he's uh, semi good at baseball, and he's actually in a Hall of Fame. What a hoss. R.I.P. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. to his chances to get into the Wheelhouse Hall of Fame. A much more prestigious. Yes. Exclusive. It, exclusive is the, the key word there. Yeah. No doubt. So um, when the, is there anyone that wants to go first? Mikey, I think you should go first. You think I should go first? It makes sense. He didn't we're sound gentlemen. too excited about his pick pre-show. So Yeah. Okay. I, I, will, I will kick this party off. Um, women, women and children first. It fits well. There we go. For uh, hold on, oh, uh, let me cue up the uh, drum roll here. He Awkward was sounds. he was definitely ready <laughs> for the drum roll. Uh, typed in drum roll, got drum reel. Oh, surprised there's no drum roll on the uh, soundboard. So, for the second annual class, the first inductee is Vern. Beatrice Jackie Mitchell Gilbert also just went by Jackie Mitchell. Oh, there we are. So, is that that's the woman from A League of Their Own? Not quite. She okay. actually played before the times of A League of Their Own. She played during the Great Depression when The League of Their Own was um during World War II, I believe. Uh can confirm. Thank you. Yeah, Cuz Jeremy be, looked very lost. I would be pretty depressed having to watch a woman play baseball too. <laughs> Yikes. Wow. It is 2021, sir. And this is a at family podcast. Yep, unbelievable. I sorry. I, the, <laughs> I was, well, I I was not ready to go with that. So regardless, um, Jackie Mitchell about to be canceled, <laughs> especially in today's cancel culture. We're screwed. Yeah. No. So Jackie Mitchell, um, she was actually one of the first female pitchers in professional baseball history. Believe it or not, she pitched for the Chattanooga Lookouts which is a double-A minor league baseball team. Granted, she did pitch in an exhibition, but we will kind of get to that in a moment, the significance of that. 
Um, she was a 17-year-old playing for the uh, Inglets, which were uh, – it was a woman's team. Um, again, you know, during the Great Depression, they had – Many ways to try and draw new spectators because no one's really spending money, obviously. So women's baseball was a way to do it because they didn't have to pay them very much for them to play. Ah. Yes. A um, war that women are still battling today, unfortunately. Yeah, it's kind of wild if you think about it. It's, <laughs> this is over 100 years ago. So um, she kind of, Jackie Mitchell had herself a really odd advantage over most of the women that she was playing against. Her next door neighbor was a Dazzy Vance, also ineligible for the Wheelhouse Wheelhouse Hall of Fame because he is in the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. The Wheelhouse House the of Fame. <laughs> Wheelhouse. <laughs> the Wheel Hall of Fame. The Wheel Hall Baseball of Fame. No. So, regardless, <laughs> she was she was playing for the Inglets, and uh, they were based out of Chattanooga, Tennessee. Um, and she uh, decided to attend a baseball training camp in Atlanta, and there was a guy, Joe Ingle. Joe who... Ingles? <laughs> I had to. I'm sorry. Adam Ingle. <laughs> um, he was the owner of the Chattanooga Lookouts. Um, obviously, that's where she was playing female baseball. You know, he's like, hey, like, I got this double A team and it was during the Great Depression. And he was kind of like Bill Veck in a way where he was always looking for that next big thing to attract more fans, especially during the Great Depression. Um, so he's like, hey, like, you're really good. You're much better than all these females you're playing against. Why don't you come and pitch in an exhibition game? So she did against the New York Yankees. Oh, the New York young And this was the New York Yankees in 31. So we're not far off for Murderer's Row. Yeah. It's a good team. Just just come on over. Uh, just pitch in this little exhibition. A, some some Yankee guys are coming in. It'll, it'll be There's fun. this dude named Babe. And yeah. It's just an exhibition. They're not going to take it seriously. Yeah, yeah no big deal. Um, so she shows up, and she basically was saying, like, I don't know what's going to happen. But all I know is that you know I'm I'm gonna try. Like there's there's no no ifs ands or buts about it. Um, she proceeded during this game to strike out in consecutive batters Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig. Never heard of them. I can confirm that those guys back of the baseball card says that they're okay. A lot of black ink. Yes, lots of black ink, lots of gray ink, lots of Hall of Fame indicators. Um, but yeah, she. Struck them out in consecutive at-bats. Um, and after the game, the babe was quoted as saying, like, you know, he couldn't see it and she was tough and whatever. But, I mean, it's always kind of been one of those points of contention of, was this all part of the stunt? Were they supposed to make her look better than she was? Did they just completely underestimate her and just come in not really trying? Or yeah. was she just really that good? I I choose to believe that she was just that good, and her claim to fame is something that no other woman can ever say, and not very many people can say, which was striking out in consecutive events, Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig in an exhibition for a double-A team in Chattanooga, Tennessee in 1931. So, my, <laughs> my wheelhouse Hall of Fame inductee. Vern, Beatrice, Jackie Mitchell, Gilbert, Jackie Mitchell, congratulations! Thank you. 
That's Wheelhouse Baby. Wow. The first female inductee into the Wheelhouse Baseball Hall of Fame. Rat, comments? I mean, at the end of the day, it is uh, a rounded ball with a rounded bat. Maybe she just, maybe it was authentic. Her stri- Rat doesn't want to see a woman in the Hall of Fame. He doesn't even want to watch Garrigan, her play uh, baseball. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know, I, I'm going I'm to give credit where credit's due here. Um, she, uh, I mean, you see what happens when position players, sometimes they take the mound in, in those games that are just out of hand. I mean, they, they strike out the good hitters sometimes. Didn't Rizzo, like, strike out three? It happens. I struck. No, I, no, he was just a, a scoreless inning. Scoreless inning, okay. Greatest pitcher of all time. And I, the greatest leader, leadoff hitter of all time. I struck hitters out before, too. Yeah. That doesn't mean I was good. You know. You're good in my heart, Tuck. Stop it. Rat will be up next with his inductee after this short break. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us for the Season 2 Wheelhouse Baseball Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Jeremy Ratterjack, it's going to be hard to follow up light-skinned Sammy Sosa as a, as a Hall of Fame inductee. I'm going to keep it Cubs-related, though. Okay. Um, another a very monumental moment here. Um, we just got the first woman in the Wheelhouse Hall of Fame. Now we're going to go the first fan. Ladies and gentlemen, from 2003, the left field box seats right by the foul line, Steve Bartman. Can we boo this guy? Too close to the foul line for his own good. Unbelievable. <laughs> Wait, I'm putting him in the Hall of Fame. I, I like the guy. I'm, I'm trying to do something for him. Unbelievable. Okay. Um, on what basis is Steve Bartman being elected into this Hall of Fame? Because everyone else in the baseball world bashes the guy. I'm going to lift. His, I'm going to lift his spirits. If he's listening to this podcast right now, I'm sure he is. I, we we will be on Spotify if we're not there already. Breaking Ooh. news. Yes. So I mean, we've seen the pictures of him. He's he's got the headphones on. You might be listening to Wheelhouse. Oh, that yeah. is a good. That is a good <laughs> point. I like uh, it. We need to get shirts with him on it now. I mean, I will be the only one to purchase. I, I guess Jeremy has a point there. Is there anything more Wheelhouse than trying to do what every single other person in your vicinity tried to do, but instead it was you who got all the death, uh, all the death threats, and your life was that, ruined, and you had to like change your job, and you had to move and. Going to hiding? That is the wrong lottery to win, my friends. <laughs> Absolutely. Imagine your life being ruined because you went to a baseball game. Like, honestly. Yeah, and he was a Cubs guy, Cubs fan. I'm going to go cheer on my team. They're about to make it to the World Series this game. That's why I didn't go to any games in 2020 because I was like, I was like a little worried about. Put like, me in like the, the last row top of the stadium. Yeah. Nowhere, nowhere near the field to play. Go in, go into the, uh, the bar at U.S. Guaranteed Rate Field. So you don't, you're not oh, yeah. at risk, right? Ugh. Poor guy. Yeah. Honestly, front row seats and in postseason games should shouldn't be that expensive. That's how what did, happened. How did he get that ticket? You, you should. They should be trying to give was those. He seats loaded. Away. Was Steve Bartman rich? No, I I think it was one of those like not quite life savings things, but he saved up, and this was a special moment. He was there by himself. Didn't have to pay for a friend or a girlfriend. Oh yeah, that's 
Sad. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it's how we preferred it, so he could just put his headphones on and listen to the broadcast so he doesn't have to worry about talking to anyone else. Would that be one of the best 30 for 30s if they actually got Bartman? If they actually got him. I, the, the, there is a 34 yeah, 30 yeah. about him. but like, Well, about, yeah, about that whole moment. Yeah. And it was phenomenally done. Um, but I, he's been very clear in his whole life saying, look, like I'm not going to talk publicly. I'm not going to do it. He refused, even, even after the Cubs won a World Series, the only thing that he did finally accept is that the Cubs actually, believe it or not, sent him a championship ring. Um, still isn't coming out of hiding. He still isn't. How can we get his ad? We have to. <laughs> so, so, so the Cubs have his address, but literally the rest of the world doesn't. <laughs> and people forget, Rat is known for his skills at making certificates, being the commissioner of the Griffleball League. High quality. And I don't, I, this is going to be tough. We, we should track down all of these people. Yeah. If they're still living. Because Jackie for sure is not. My inductee this year, probably not any of them. We can find some of their uh, long-lost family members and send them certificates Posthum- posthumously. Yes, that's it. there you yeah. go. He got there. We'll have to contact the Cubs and see if we um, he'll accept a, a certificate yeah. to the Wheelhouse Hall of Fame. Yeah, can you just get this to him, please? <laughs> Very yeah. important for us. Yeah. It means a lot to us. Yeah. It'll mean a lot to him. It will. He, he gets it. He'll... He'll understand. Uh, I don't. You know, he'll, he's going to think it's a joke. <laughs> when he gets our certificate, he's not going to take it seriously. He's going to think it's a joke. But, I mean, it's the Hall of Fame. We'll, we'll induct Exclusive. Him, we'll induct him as a Cub, too. He's wearing, he's wearing the Cubs hat. Right? The his, yeah, nope. his, his boss as a Cub. Would, would have the Cubs hat on. There it is. He would be going in as a Cub. Love it. <sighs> Speaking of which, has has there ever been a picture that surfaced even throughout the whole like Bartman ordeal of anything before that? Has he ever been seen? In, where, where, <laughs> even I, I don't know that, of any known before, photos. I mean, I, obviously, after no, but is, has anyone ever seen a picture of him other than in that seat? I don't think so. <laughs> when, like, well, yeah. There's nothing before that. There's no high school picture. There's nothing. I don't know. I'm going to see if that's I can that's wheelhouse, this out baby. Now. I'm trying to figure out. I had a former player. Oh, his Renegades baseball hoodie, sweatshirt. You can buy the Renegades baseball sweatshirt. Somebody, one of my players' parents wore that sweatshirt and thought it was, like, so funny. I'm like, I don't get it. He's like, it's the Bartman shirt. I'm like, no. No. Yeah. (laughs) All all I see are pictures of him in the seat. Yeah. Yeah. Steve, what if I Google Steve Bartman high school picture? Ooh. That could. Might have a yearbook. Do something. Yeah, literally every picture is just him in the seat. Or reaching for the ball. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, here's one. From an an open letter to Steve Bar- He's actually not in the picture, though. Nope. <laughs> oh, yes, he is. Oh, what do we got here? This is great podcasting. <laughs> he he is confirmed in this picture. Which one is he? You'll get it once you once I point to it. If you can't figure it out, uh, there is a picture of him. Uh, Looks like a maybe like a high school party. It is yes. This guy right here. Oh, the one half half his face is covered. 
far less than half of his face is covered. It's this one. I'm going with half. That guy. Half of his head is covered. Not good. That that group of people looks like the type of people I would associate a Steve Bartman high school party with. Yeah. <laughs> All wearing shirts yeah. and ties. You got it. You know, hey, we don't know what the event was. Maybe they were at it watching a Cubs game. And, the, if it was, and if it was a high school picture of him then, then that was in the 90s. Different, oh, yeah. Different world. Much different world. Okay, anything else to add on Steve Bartman before we go to the final inductees? Um, Steve, if you ever want to come out of hiding, you got yourself invitation to the next Wheelhouse Baseball podcast, too. We, we would love, love to interview a Hall of Famer. W- we would love to interview one of our own. Yep. One of our own. He secured uh, one vote from the three writers. Enough. That's all you need? Just one vote? He received 100% of one-third of the votes <laughs> to be to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Is ours harder or easier to get into than the actual? More exclusive is what I'm going to go it, with. It is more exclusive. All right. We will be right back after a short break. And we're back. Wow. We, the production quality of this podcast, 10? I, I mean, we just talked about in depth a picture. Yeah. And something that people are listening to. So <laughs> we'll go eight and a half. Okay. We got docs and points there. I'll give you that. Um, the production quality of a number of other podcasts on the Overtime Sports Network. Top notch. The Overtime Sports Network is a network of podcasts and blogs uh, regarding the sports world, covering pro wrestling, gambling, uh, different sports. We, we've got a Family Divided podcast, Wheelhouse Baseball, On the Mark Wrestling podcast, a Work in Progress uh, podcast, Pro Wrestling, uh, Region Degenerates. Mikey, F1, Kill One, Marry One, those, all the podcasts. Ooh, that's a tough one. Yeah. Am I allowed to F Wheelhouse? Yep. <laughs> Interesting. Why wouldn't you marry it? <laughs> <laughs> now, um, we're gonna. Oof! You have to kill one. I know that's that's a tough one. All right, all right. So I'm going to marry Wheelhouse. There you go. We're that's gonna, the right answer. We're gonna f every single Mikey Wilson product. Okay, all of them. All of them. The uh, whether it's Happy Hour, Mikey's Morning Coffee. Mikey's Wednesday whiskey, um, the dog re- one. The oh, degenerate Kenny's picks. Yes, um, region degenerates. All of it. It's prime time parlay. It's a whole package. We're just gonna leave you, it at that. You're um, effing that one. Oh, absolutely. Okay. And I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill the the one podcast that I have never listened to a single episode of. AWI. Nope. Rust Belt Rivals. Nope. Loud Sports. No. no, I'm sorry. It's OTM on the mark. I've heard good things. President Kyle Gagliardi will be firing Mikey Kubacki shortly after listening to this. Rat, it's a two-man show, and you're sexist and you're canceled, so <laughs> this Wheelhouse Baseball podcast has now become a one-man band. We are openly hiring. <laughs> I don't want to be a one-man band. <laughs> Uh, but in all seriousness, check out the Overtime Sports Network on Twitter at underscore OTSN. We have a Twitch account as well. Check us out at OvertimeSportsNetwork.Wixsite.com slash OTSN. I think that's actually the 
uh, real web address. And now it is time for the final induction, season two of the Wheelhouse Baseball Podcast Hall of Fame. Let me cue up the drum roll that I have been ill-prepared for a number of times. Ladies and gentlemen, the final inductees into the Hall of Fame. Was that you? <laughs> That's your phone. <laughs> what? I don't know. Squeaky toy. Okay. Well, maybe. The Mighty, final inductee, yeah. Mighty Mouse, you inducted? No, it said squeaky toy. I don't know. The 1899 Cleveland Spiders. Why were the Cleveland Spiders, why are they being inducted into the Wheelhouse Baseball Hall of Fame? I'm, no idea. Never they were of. trash. <laughs> Real bad, huh? Garbage. Okay. How many games did they win? A, a terrible team. Uh, wait, was it a full, like, 162 games? Well, back they didn't play that many games back then, but it was a full MLB season. I think they played more. I don't... Yikes. They were... Yeah. Not good. No. Okay, they played seven... They played 154 games. What was their record? They oh, won my God. This team is terrible. 11 of them. I'm surprised that, like, I never, this team name never popped up in recent years, like, when you had teams as bad as, like, the 2003 Tigers. Weren't even close to being that bad, I'm guessing. <laughs> I don't know. 20 wins. They were 20 and Oof. 134. And if that's not Wheelhouse, I don't know what it is. Let's play average attendance for their home games. How many fans did they average attendance-wise? Mind you, a big game would be, like, 15,000 fans. Right, they they weren't playing in these mega stadiums you see today. How many fans was their average home attendance? Nine hundred and twenty. Nine hundred and twenty. If capacity is fifteen, I'm just going to say like eighty people. They drew six thousand and eighty-eight fans for the entire season, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> netting them an average one hundred and forty-five per game because. Their attendance was so low, they became a road team and played only eight home games after July 1st. <laughs> they were butt cheeks. Now, not all. The real cats draw more games than that. Or more well, fans games, per game. But more, yeah. 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 You can draw us going with that. Like, I, we get it. Now, let's talk about why, right? The owners of the Spiders decided, this is kind of savage, they decided to buy another team. They bought the team in St. Louis and renamed them the St. Louis Perfectos. Terrible name. They took all of the good players from the Spiders, shipped them to St. Louis, including Cy Young. Okay. Former Spider, current Perfecto. So th this is actually illegal now. You can't do this. Yeah. You, you can only own one team in the big leagues now. Yes. But basically, the... It's almost like Major League, right? Ownership takes over. Terrible team. They wanted to create a super team. They saw St. Louis as being a far more um, like enviable destination. They thought they could draw more fans. And did they ever? The Spiders drew 6,000 fans. And the 6,000 the entire season. St. Louis drew 373,000. 
Ooh, that that's a little more. Including 15,000 in their home opener against the lowly Cleveland Spiders. So, um, I'm not going to go down name for name because you won't know any of them. Team batting average for the Cleveland Spiders in the season, higher than I would think. They only won 20 games. Team Above or below average. the Mendoza line? Above. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say because... Closest to without going over wins a clapping sound effect board. The other one gets a fart. I'm going to guess that because it was a more contact-driven era, I'm going to say 247. Okay, 212. 212. Mikey? Rat? 253. Ooh. I almost nailed it. That's not... That's okay. That's not bad. It's not you. Twenty wins. I mean, we look at it. Some, but like, what was the league average then? Because like, I don't want you to get into it because it'll take you fifteen minutes. That's fair. Got that's fair. That's fair. I get it. So just like so, putting this to scale, um, that'd be like the equivalent of like because a team today, you're hitting two sixty as a team, you might be leading the league. You're like kind of yeah, decent team batting average loses every game, kind of like Chicago State baseball. Hey, there it is. I was a pitcher on that team, so <laughs> gave up a lot of runs, from what I hear. Speaking of pitching, what was your team ERA? Probably much higher. Same game. Let's go. Playing for a clap and a fart here. Go ahead, Rat. I'll give you. I'll give you the <laughs> Price is Right closest to without going over. Clap team ERA for the eighteen ninety nine Cleveland Spiders. Would it be closest without going under this time? No. Nope. Because, I mean, better is under, just like batting average better was over. Uh, Closest to without going over. 5.8. All right, well, I'm just going to say one then. Okay, well, rat. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that was way higher than I thought. Baki? (laughs) 6.37. Wow. Team ERA. That's rough. 20 and 134. You said 100... 6.37. Is that higher or lower than your college ERA? Well, it depends on the year, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Those records uh, are permanently sealed. Cor- <laughs> Redacted. Yeah, behind a, a hey, quick hey, Google Chicago, search. Chicago State yeah. Baseball got canceled. Those record, records are all done yeah. now. Those, are, those <laughs> no longer matter. Those are not official. <laughs> um, so <laughs> they pitched 1,264 innings. They were dick slapped for 1,252 runs. Oh, my God. They're, so, you know, simple simple math, which is not – there were only eight innings that year. No, there were only 12 innings that year that a run technically was – you know, obviously yeah, yeah. not right. But they only gave Yikes. up 43 home runs. Ooh. Yeah. That might be more than the rest of the league hit, though. They walked 527 people. <laughs> that's not that's, – that's all – Three and a half. Well, that's actually three and a half, four walks a game. That's not that bad. That's... Okay, pitch to contact just and kept it in the park. Just uh, maybe not a great fielding team. They didn't they walked... pitch to contact. They missed a lot of bats and a lot of strike zones. <laughs> they they walked 527. They hit 109. They struck out 215. <laughs> so that's that's a negative three to one right yeah, there. That's, that's rough. That's, it's not the 40 wild pitches. So... There's that too. Right. Team whip was one point eight eight. 
They struck out one and a half players per nine innings. Not going to cut it. Yeah, not what you're going for there. Ah, Cleveland Spiders. So so this is post-Cy Young then. Yes, Cy Young was shipped off to St. Louis. So, so he, was this so the, that not... immediate year? What? Was this the immediate year after they were all shipped away? Cy Young was shipped away 17 days before the season started. <clears throat> oh, wow. So of this season. Yes. Okay. So oh, wow. yeah. just for, for the record, uh, if you go to Cooperstown now, you will not see Cy Young wearing a spider's hat. No. Okay. I would not. Uh. What if he did, though? That'd be fun. They were dead last. <laughs> in... Probably got a cool logo, right? Maybe. Maybe it's a really, really crappy 1800 spider drawing. <laughs> dead last in nearly every offensive category, except strikeouts. They were fourth in strike. They, I guess they didn't strike out a ton. They had a high average. It makes sense. They were putting the ball in play, at least. They were trying. Yeah, they struck out 280 times in the season out of 154 games. That's not, yeah, that's not mean, terrible. On base percentage, OPS 605 as a team. Low. Yes. They were plunked 65 times, yada, yada. Uh, Real bad. What color uniforms? Uh, navy blue and red. So Cleveland. Indians colors, yeah. Yeah, so Cleveland. Yeah. Oh, I might have to get a Spiders t-shirt or That'd something. That'd be fun. I don't know. Get a... Get a uh, Can't find a Cy Young one, though. Well, you know, their first baseman, his last name was Tucker, Tommy Tucker. And uh, that logo was very Spider-Man-esque. Tommy Tucker wasn't bad. He had 241. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, so he, his name has not popped up, popped up, popped up on ancestry DNA yet. I have, I have an account, so I'm sure it's the tentacles will, will get there, but in summation, I there. Yeah, thanks. the <laughs> hall of fame class for 2021 season two of the wheelhouse baseball podcast. First, Jackie Mitchell. Second, Steve Bartman. Yikes. And third, the 1899 Cleveland Spiders. Wow. That's quite the class. Yeah? I like it. Better yes. or worse than the first class? Uh, you tell us. Okay, so, yeah, that is Equally a Equally exclusive. That is a good, um, a good question, a good Twitter poll for Five the three votes. of us to respond to. Um, <laughs> when I look at it, in class number one, you have someone who was known for being under average in Mario Mendoza. You have someone who was known for being undersized in Eddie Goodell, but a 1,000% achievement in, in, in his goal. job, his yes. duty, yes. And then we inducted a gentleman because of his after baseball pigmentation. Yes. Keeping <laughs> the theme. The under, underclass. Yes. <laughs> underclass heroes. The, the, un, the underclass heroes. There we go. Under average, undersized, and underpigmented. <laughs> 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 Season two, we have a woman, a fan, and a team. That's really bad. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm I'm really curious to see what our couple of fans think. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah. Uh, in the I, the the sneaky hard part about inducting people into our Hall of Fame is actually the fact that they cannot be associated with any baseball Hall of Fame. Correct. That's the sneaky hard part. That's about why the it. guy that I wanted to induct, <clears throat> part of the Mexican League Hall of Fame, not no eligible. Good. No good. Great story. Lots to cover. Not eligible. No. Yeah, we could do an honorable mentions episode, but um, of guys that what? just aren't in the MLB Hall <laughs> yeah. of Fame. Yeah, and call it the not wheelhouse other Hall of Fame. 
There we go. We that got layers to it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Our Hall of Fame will have many hallways. It's the it's actual Hall of Fame. Title. The not the the other hall of, the other Hall of Fame guys that are also could be in ours too, but aren't because they're in a Hall of Fame already. That's a hell of a title for a Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah, just you know, hopefully you don't have to pay per letter for that sign because you're in trouble there, big guy. Very rough. Um, okay, anything else to cover? Discuss something did come to my mind during this. It's uh, one of my favorite trivia questions. Okay, um, who is the best pitcher to ever pitch that has not won a Cy Young award? The best pitcher to ever pitch that has not won a Cy Young award. Yes. Cy Young. Good answer. That's not a trivia question. That's a riddle. I know. Nice job, Tuck. Thanks. Very proud of you. Do you have any uh, riddles or trivia questions? I think I'd, um, I would marry um, the, <laughs> the, the region de- degenerates podcast. <laughs> That's your... Okay. <laughs> you, you're going to kill me. You got to do the rest No, no. Now. I'm not, not going to... Nope. K- nope. You're not allowed to marry anyone without... Screwing someone on the side and also murdering someone. Yeah. Like, that's part of the game. That's life. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Like, kill, um, well, I've listened to, to OTM. I was yeah. I was here for You've, one of them, as, yeah. as we stated. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, so I can't kill that one because uh, I did laugh at, at something you said in that one. Okay, he laughed at one thing yeah, I said. There it is. Point, yeah. Or could have been what Gag said. Could have been. Yep. All right, Hard so I'm um, going to kill... Um, I'm gonna kill the Sunday night, um, Sunday night primetime, primetime prime parlay. Prime parlay, yeah, yeah. Just because by that point I'm already uh, too depressed about my losings in the day, and I don't want to think about gambling anymore until the next week. Um, that's fair. Uh, Kubaki, your opinion? <laughs> Mikey Wilson, good gambler. He's not the worst gambler. He's so he's not a good gambler. <laughs> not a great gambler. Okay, I disagree. I, I would I would marry. His other, his other uh, gambling I podcasts. will say he's a generally smart gambler, and if I'm not mistaken, over like the history of his shows, he keeps it right around 50%, um, which, I mean, any good gambler is 60% or higher because you're making money. So, yeah. I mean, if you follow his picks, you're probably not going to lose a lot. He also has a secret weapon on the show, which is me. When he brings me on the show, if you gamble against everything that I say on the show, you're, you're in a good spot. <laughs> We're going to fade red. Fade red. <laughs> go, go to have, the Halloween episode for that one. Do we have any sneaky topics coming up for next show? Anything Ooh. on the horizon? That you've mold pondered, thought about? Yeah, I think we're going to do the uh, Wheelhouse Baseball Hall of Fame Honorable Mentions class. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Of people that are in our Hall of Fame, but they really shouldn't be, but they are. <laughs> <laughs> or they could be. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, until next time, thank you for listening to the Wheelhouse Baseball Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Wheelhouse Baseball Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Wheelhouse Pod for more news and updates. See you next time.